Every Tuesday, we get the uh, opportunity to talk to the Coyotes Chief Hockey Development Officer and Coyotes legend, number retired by the organization. Shane Doan joins us here on the Arizona Sports Line. Good morning, Donor. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Good. The uh, Coyotes are kind of like uh, you know a, a horror movie villain. Just when you think they're dead and you're going to throw <laughs> dirt on their grave, they strike back up, they put the hockey mask on, see what I did there? Well, I've never here. heard that analogy for a sports team before. Five point streak, uh, five game point streak uh, all of a sudden, and three straight wins at home. Yeah. What's, what's, what are they doing, donor? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. You look at some of the, hey, it's so fun to watch our guys play right now because the game the other night against Minnesota might have been the best game of the year. There is four good fights, like legit good fights. And we came back from a down two goals in the third. We were up two goals early on two nice goals, got the crowd into it early. Then we kind of got lulled a little bit to sleep offensively, then tied it up late and won it in overtime. Everyone left happy except for those who don't want to. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, right, except for the people that matter. Right, exactly. Listen, and, and again, uh, I, I don't want to sound so. There, but there's also people who don't believe that the Coyotes will ever win a draft lottery, even if even if they didn't win a game the entire year. I'm raising my hand. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Vinny's I'm raising his hand. Vinny's already got Connor Bedard going to the Blackhawks. He's, all, he's already there. In I fact, think they've already they're stitching his name on the back of the jersey right now, donor. <laughs> right? Or the Canadians yeah. or something like that. But but yeah, you, but yeah. you're right. But you're right. It's 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 an interesting dynamic. It's this team that's kind of that's really rejecting what they're supposed to be and the fact that you had four different fights from a team that's the third worst in the NHL. That tells you something about the spunk that they have. Or as Wolf would say, they've got something coming out of the side of their neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to bury that chip deep in your heart, right? right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's right. They got they. We do have a group that's competitive, and um, again, I've you've heard me say it how many times. Andre Terney does a great job of connecting, and and not he doesn't go to the emotional well. He doesn't do that. It's not like a rah rah every time. It's just he knows how to communicate with people and to get the most out of people, and and there's a. There's a connection with the group with him that is it's fun to watch. It's really, really fun to watch him coach. But I don't want I don't want him and Bill Armstrong to physically get into it. They're both big guys. You know yeah. what I mean? I yeah, don't yeah. I don't want them getting yeah. mad at each other. <laughs> they are big guys. They are big guys. Yeah, that is uh, that would be interesting. Maybe yeah, we'll, it see. Would we'll be. see what happens. Uh, Shane Doan, yeah, Coyotes Chief Hockey Development Officer, our guest here on the Arizona Sports Line. Uh, in terms of the individual players, uh, you mentioned the Minnesota game. Big four point game for Barrett Hayton. Two goals, two assists. Former top five pick. Uh, continues developing, and we, we've talked a lot about individual players this year in our conversations, but what have you seen this season specifically from Barrett Hayton and his development, Donor? You know, you know what? He's... The beginning of the year, he struggled, and it wasn't that his play was necessarily that bad, except for there is moments when his play did probably drop a little bit, just because it's an, it's inevitable when you're not having the success that you think you should be having, and he didn't score in the first 25 games of the year, right around there. Um, and that's hard. Uh, I've done that, so I know how hard that is. And 
And for him to be having the second half that he's having is a huge testament to the character that he has, and it's and it's something that will go forward with him now. That's not once you go through something like that, it's kind of like a badge of honor that you kind of hold with you. It's uh, it's kind of like the the Boy Scouts where you get the badge and you know you can do something now, and you know you can go through some hard times. And he's went through them, and now he's starting to come out the other side. And you watch him play, and you see the confidence he's playing with. with him and Kells are having some success with Schmolzi out. There is obviously there is a hole there, and, and Richie came in. Richie's brother actually came in and uh, and was played really well. And obviously that line had some success. But Hates has been driving that line and and our success offensively, kind of feeding off what Clayton Keller's doing because he's been on fire obviously as of late. And I think Hayton also is a guy that really enjoys that mullet magic. Thirteen goals on the yeah. year, twelve of them there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does, and that's it's one of those things. He's a young guy, so it's like he's like it's still in college, so he's just loving it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's it's fun there, and everyone's enjoying it, and watching watching him have success. It's just it's cyclical, and it starts once you start to get on the right side of that. It's crazy in, in professional sports, as we've talked many, many times about how how important that is. And if you can get on the right side of momentum and some energy, then it can carry a long ways on its own. Now, after a conversation last week, I went down a rabbit hole. I actually went and watched some some stuff on Connor Bedard. And, man, you are not kidding. The talent level in that kid is stupid. Don't tease yourself. Stupid. <laughs> crazy. Crazy, crazy talent. What he's doing. And, and and Adam Fantilli, another kid in this draft, is doing stuff that's incredible. He just scored sixty points in uh, in in the NCAA. Um, he's a guy that is kind like separated himself from everyone, but really Connor Bedard. Um, so those two guys, obviously at the top of the draft, and then the Mitchkov kid from Russia. It's a it's a good draft, and you have to get in that top three. And if you can get in there, you got a legit shot of getting a player that's going to be generational. Now, I'm curious what you think about this because we know that at least on a grassroots level, hockey in the valley has it's grown by leaps and bounds. And I think I think you can be you're a big part of that donor. And now you've got this hockey program at ASU, which your son is a part of. That is, I mean. I mean, this is going to be this is going to be a dynasty in the NCAA in the next ten years. Like as you pointed out, who wouldn't from Kamloops, <laughs> Canada, who wouldn't want to come here and play hockey here? So my, my yeah. thinking is the grassroots state of this sport. What do you think about it? Well, I think there's lots of work we can do, and I think we've come so far, but we had so far to come. Like that was, there's no way around that. Um, there's obviously opportunities for us to continue to grow, but you start to see it. And, and you mentioned those, you mentioned those situations. You mentioned ASU and and the local boys, a couple of local boys. There's uh, playing on the team. One of Josh's teammates is from here and grew up playing hockey here. And then obviously my boys from here, and and it's starting to create a little bit of energy that way. There's a couple boys coming, hopefully going to be on the team next year that are from the, that grew up playing hockey here in the Valley. And you start to get that belief in and you start to add your, your own local talent. As we all talk about with the ASU football and basketball, if they can get a, a couple of their quarterbacks or a couple of their players here in town, it always helps them out so much. Um, but we can grow it way more. We can grow it so much more. We need to grow it so much more. You look at what is going on in L.A., in, in, in Anaheim with what the Ducks and what the Kings have done, with them having opportunities to be successful as organizations, 
it's now again it falls back to that it's cyclical it's as they have success the grassroots grows as the grassroots grows they have more success their fan base is bigger you just have to do that um the coyotes have an opportunity to kind of get on the right side of that but it's going to take some serious work Shane Doan, our guest here on the Arizona Sports Line. You mentioned Clayton Keller earlier. He's been on, on on quite a tear recently as well. 67 games in, he's already got career highs in goals and points, surpassing what he did last year. Uh, 28 goals last year, 29 this year. Is this now the new bar for Clayton Keller? And as you view him at this point in his career, Donor, how much more room do you see for, for growth in terms of him uh, as a goal scorer? Well, I think the way he's playing right now is about where he was when he, I mean, last year he broke his leg like it was major. Like it's the way they described it was like a car accident break. Like it wasn't something that just uh, a little, you know, he has a fracture and it's, it was, I mean, he snapped his femur and displaced it and did everything that you can. And it takes about a year to get back to that, that level of where you're, you're feeling as confident as you were before. And, and I think as you watch him play in the last month, he's really taken that next step. He's, I think he won uh, player of the week for, yeah. for the NHL. Number one star. And, and, and if you, if you're doing that on a team that's in a situation we're in, that's, it's hard. And then for him to be able to do that says a lot. I know he's relied a lot on, on Schmaltzy and, and hates and, there's some guys around him that have really helped him out, and he, he'd be the first to point that out. So it's it's a group effort, but he's definitely the leader of the pack, and it's it's a lot of fun. And, and I do. I, I probably I agree. I think this is more of what he's capable of doing and what he's capable of becoming, and we're excited to watch what he does. Yep. Donor, always a pleasure. Uh, thanks for the time. Enjoy the rest of your week, and we'll talk to you next Tuesday. Well, thank you, and I appreciate you guys not mentioning how Canada did in the last night. That was a tough first inning. Holy smokes! <laughs> well, the other <laughs> the other six innings didn't go great either. <laughs> hey, 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 Shane. We we did, it was it was we didn't give up a run in the last five innings. <laughs> Shane, don't worry. <laughs> don't worry, Shane. They did better than Team Israel. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> and Team China. Team China, China got, yeah. Oh, I thought it was the football scores last night watching something. By the way, did, do they not have the run rule in that game? I've seen run rules all over World Baseball Classic, and China lost 22-2. to two. What's up with that? I don't that? think it went nine innings, though. Oh, was no, that? You, you, you only can be down 10 after five that's innings. That's what it they is. Can't ah, call it before, yeah. no, that's right. Before five innings. That's gotcha. So.